Welcome, everybody, to Honor Radio number 15, and we're just going to jump right into this today. We've got a special guest on our show today, and this is Nicole Sutter. She's actually Rick Sutter, our producer's daughter, and uh, she's got a major position uh, for a major coastal city down in California by the name of San Luis Obispo. I'm going to let her tell you a little bit more about what she does. Welcome, Nicole, to our show. Thank you. Um, so my name is Nicole Sutter. I work for the city of San Luis Obispo, otherwise known as Slow, not because we do things slow. Um, I'm the human resources manager, um, and at, in the capacity of a human resources manager, HR manager, I um, do performance management. So I work with supervisors to um, potentially discipline their employees or really have more discussions about um, how employees can do better and train them on making sure that proper documentation is in place and things like that. Yeah. I do labor negotiation or labor relations with our four represented employee groups. Mm -hmm. um, and I also oversee recruitment benefits and class and comp um, or classification and compensation, which is um, lo looking at job descriptions and ensuring that we're paying our people appropriately. Wow, that's a big job, Nicole. There's a lot of different pieces. I wear a lot of Oh, I forgot about one thing. Um, right now, we have a vacancy in our department um, for a risk analyst, safety and risk analyst. And so right now, I'm um, kind of taking the lead on leave administration, which mm -hmm. is a fascinating topic in and of itself. So if anybody's looking for a job, you just heard of a great opportunity down in Slow, right? Yes. <laughs> Apply in Slow. So uh, let's just jump right into it, man. I mean, sure. us as a nation globally um, are really going through a rough time right now. And I can only imagine what a city the size of San Luis Obispo is going through. You know, what has changed um, in slow, what have you guys put in place in regards to your employees, your workers, um, since this COVID-19 uh, virus has hit? Yeah, um, that's kind of a loaded question. I feel like I could talk for hours on yeah. that topic, um, but to kind of keep it short, um, and I guess a little caveat is the city of San Luis Obispo is a full service city. So we have police, we have fire, we have water and wastewater, which are all very essential um, functions that we have. Um, and our city manager, Derek Johnson, um, gosh, a little over a month ago has um, kind of had a lot of department heads, specifically our fire chief and HR director, focus in on the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm -hmm. and together um, a continuity of operations plan, um, a COOP as we call it, and that really outlines the plan that we would go through in, a, in an event like that we're in now. And mm -hmm. so that's kind of our guiding principle. Mm -hmm. And then in addition to that, um, we had a large training um, for our emergency operations center last Monday, which seems like it was a year ago, and um, we officially activated our emergency operations center or our EOC last Monday. Um, and then 
as a result of that, and I can go into what that means, what the EOC activation means in a little bit, if you'd like. But in addition to that, um, on Tuesday at our council meeting, we declared a local um, state of emergency, which just means that we're subject to federal and state um, reimbursement. And so we're kind of following that practice. And then um, in addition, working with the county, um, on Wednesday the 18th, we issued a shelter at home notice, mm -hmm. letting all county residents know that um, we would be needing to do a shelter at home effective Thursday the 18th, which was also in line with what the governor did. Um, and since then, we are just, we have a group of people that are part of the EOC, and that ranges from our department heads, our city manager is the director of the EOC, and we meet every day to talk about what's going on, what we can continue doing, what information we should be pushing out, and ultimately to make sure that our employees and our citizens remain safe. Yeah, man, that's a big job, especially when so many people are in fear, right? Yeah. And, you know, you're trying to push out um, the proper information, getting them accurate information, yes. while also making sure they're safe, right? Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big job. Um, what is temporarily closed when it comes to the, you know, your offices? Is sure. there what's happening with slow right now when it comes to that? Yeah, so in terms of um, public facilities, um, all of our public facilities are closed. So I work at City Hall. Um, that facility, which is typically open to the public, is now closed. We do have workers working at City Hall. I'm here today, um, but we're really encouraging as many employees as possible to work from home. In addition, um, we have like our golf course, the city golf course that's closed, a pool that's closed. Um, um, and our senior center um, and child care facilities, um, all of those are closed to the public. Um, same with our fire station, although we have firefighters that are definitely working, working really hard mm -hmm. at fire stations. We're not doing tours or anything like that. Yeah. You know, I, I have a lot of friends that are firemen and police officers yeah. up here that worked with us, with Rick and I both, when it comes to the honorable. And I've been watching their feeds and watching what they're doing on social media. And yeah. man, they're busy. It's a busy they, time. Yeah. Uh, and especially the, the, the paramedics, the mm -hmm. nurses, I mean, all of them are gearing up. They've got the masks, they've got the eyewear, yep. they've got it all right. And uh, yeah. the gloves, it's a, uh, it's a, it's, it's a time in our country that I hope we never see again. I really do. It's uh, but what a wake up call to our nation uh, mm -hmm. that we're, we're, we're getting right now in, uh, you know, what it means to us to have a global market that we work in, right? Because right. this was no fault of ours, right? It just kind of came over by boat, by plane, and and now everybody, yeah, you know, and everybody's been affected, and so it's just a, uh, um, it's a crazy time. When it comes to slow, what are the critical, like, if, if, it, if it had to come down to critical requirements for the city, what would those B, what would be the, the thing, yeah. like, you know, uh, would you go away and it would just go down to, like, fire and, and, and police? What would, it, what would happen? 
Yeah, so there's been a lot of discussions at the city on what is deemed essential and what is deemed non-essential. Mm -hmm. And in terms of the um, departments and the personnel that are truly, truly essential is most definitely our police personnel, um, fire, and then because we do have public utilities, water and wastewater, we need to continue delivering um, drinking water to our citizens and getting rid of the waste. So those are the four main um, essential functions. However, there's a slew of employees that are there to support. And so in my role, I support all of our employees. Mm -hmm. um, so there are a lot of deemed essential employees as well, um, especially those that are working as part of the emergency operations center mm -hmm. um, that making sure that um, we have a plan in place. And by golly, we do. And I'm, you know, as a whole, um, in this unfortunate situation that we're in, um, I couldn't be more proud to work for the city of SLO and to work with just such smart people that are working together and we're doing good things, so. Nicole, you are such, I mean, I gotta tell you, I, I, when I, before we started this podcast, I asked her, I said, man, let's be positive as much as we can, be the breath of fresh air, and oh. you definitely are, Nicole, and, and yeah, uh, uh, so, I, you know, I kind of want to go off to the right a little bit here, but sure. there's going to be a lot of young people watching this, right? Um, this podcast touches a lot of the uh, high school athletes that we work with, mm -hmm. a lot of the coaches that we work with. Um, you're obviously a, a young person. How does one person... Well, thank you. <laughs> how, does, how does one person go from high school to college? I just think this would be really good for us to touch on to becoming... Uh, uh, getting a position like what you're in. What what was that transition like for you? Yeah, so, um, so I have a really interesting kind of career path. Um, I, I went to Cal Poly, which is here in San Luis Obispo. Mm. And I was one of the lucky ones to find a job in the area. I started as the wellness coordinator intern for the okay. Which was an unpaid position. It was part of my senior project. It was within the human resources department. Mm -hmm. And from there, um, I just, you know, an administrative assistant position opened within the HR department. And I was lucky enough to apply and get the job. And then I've just kind of moved into different positions within HR mm -hmm. and have the ability to wear so many different hats. Um, and, and so I think that to answer your question, Mark, it's about maintaining relationships and working hard at a goal and being willing to start at a, you know, a less senior position right out of school and to gain the experience and to talk with others and then, you know, find a company that values succession planning because if they're willing to invest in you, then take it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, guys, we can do <laughs> <laughs> we can do, I got to tell you, and I know your, your dad is listening to this, but I got it. We can do a whole <laughs> podcast on that because, yeah. it's, uh, you know, so many people come out of school and I know we started on the virus and I'm so glad to hear what a city, a major city like San Luis Obispo is doing right now to keep everyone safe and the essential items running in that city. I mean, yeah. 
amazing to hear that. I can imagine every city has got a plan similar to what Nicole just outlined. But to hear her talk about, you know, basically I started at a intern position and worked my way up. I climbed the ladder. And many of us in our careers that we have today have done that type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Start at the bottom and just kind of step your way up. And you have been blessed to, to find yeah. a, a way within a major city with a title that is extremely marketable, marketable to, uh, to get a position like that is just uh, very proud of you. And I know your parents are too. Thank you. So very proud. <laughs> so what do you see happening as we move forward with the, the, the virus, um, you know, is there any talk about what will happen after a week or two weeks? Will anything else change? Are you, are you guys on a fluid type of thing where um, we're kind of getting together every day and talking through this and, yeah. you know, getting hit and, and determining where to go from that point? Yeah, you know, we have just over 50 confirmed cases in Slow County, which isn't just the city of San Luis Obispo. Mm -hmm. um, and we've not hit the peak. Um, and we know that. And so we are just continuing to work together to ensure that our employees and citizens are safe. Um, the amount of social media um, outreach and communication patients that we're doing just so that um, citizens are really abiding by the shelter at home order, mm -hmm. encouraging people to stay at home um, so that we can not have this spread hit so much in our community. Yeah. We've been doing a ton of work on communications. And if you check out readyslow.org, um, which is our county's website that keeps every, um, everyone up to date on COVID-19, as well as our city's website, slowcity.org, mm. we have such great information out there that, um, and that people should be looking at so that they're getting good, real information and not news yeah amen i mean there's so much stuff out there right now yeah. we live in a world where information is coming at us from all different angles radio social yeah. media, tv i mean we're just getting barraged right now and i think um the one thing that i've been telling my friends is just breathe breathe yeah. be safe take care mm -hmm. of yourself if they're telling you to shelter shelter don't do anything that um, could get you or your family hurt yeah. and, and just pray, you know, pray through yeah. a time where we, uh, our nation is uh, under severe stress, uh, both economically and health wise. And mm -hmm. uh, it's important that we uh, uh, re remember to pray for our, our leaders and, and, uh, and I believe this will pass. I really, yeah, yeah I, I can't thank you enough, Nicole, for taking time. Yeah. You've got a lot going on right now with where you're yeah. at it sounds like there's a, a lot of different things coming at you but i appreciate you taking the time to be on our podcast sure you know i, I love your mom and dad and Me too. Uh, good people. <laughs> and uh i'm glad that they thought of this because i think it's a it's a good uh, uh, a good thing for people to hear about what our major cities are doing to keep mm -hmm. so i uh, got yeah. you have yeah. a great weekend is there anything else you wanted to say no, I mean, I just, I think that people just need to trust in their local cities and counties. We've got it. I mean, we have such, such great people working hard and 
around the clock to make sure that people are staying safe. And so, you know, it's about having faith um, that we'll, we'll get through this together. And with that, we'll say thank you, Nicole, and uh, God bless you all for listening to Honor Radio, and be safe.